So I'm a father of one. I gotta find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, January 30th, 2023. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. No, we're not going to talk about that horribly officiated game last night with the Bengals and the Chiefs. We're not even going to go there. We're not going to talk about how that official was out to lunch the entire game. We're not even going to go there. We're going to talk Ohio State football and a little bit of basketball at the end of the show. Let's start with football. Great news that came down Friday night. James Laurinaitis is coming home. After one season at Notre Dame as an uh, analyst there, he's coming back to Ohio State as a grad assistant. I absolutely love this. Let's get into what that actually means, though. Um, James Laurinaitis coming back as a grad assistant. What does that mean? Um, for the time being, um, he can do things like he can recruit. He can't go on the road to recruit, but he can recruit. Um, when players are on campus, he can talk to them, recruits. Uh, he can call recruits. He can text recruits. He just can't like go on the road and recruit. Um, so he can still be a huge asset as a grad assistant in the recruiting realm. I also think he's going to do a great job helping out the linebackers. Now the linebackers were not the problem of the defense last year. So, um, you know, and then, and they've got both starting linebackers coming back, which is great with Tommy and Steele. Um, we'll see if CJ Hicks can get in the mix a little bit as well, but obviously Tommy's going to, you know, challenge to be a, a first team All-American this coming year for being a second team All-American this past year. He's going to be out there a lot, but maybe CJ Hicks can steal some reps here and there from Steel Chambers. We'll see. Cody Simon will be in the mix too, but really, really looking forward to uh, James Laurinaitis being on the staff because I think um, we just talked about what it means for the, for the here and now. I think there's no question. I know I'm not breaking news here. Um, as soon as this happened, I'm sure all of you were thinking the same thing. sounds like this could be um, not to put too much on him, but I believe he can pull this off. Feels like the defensive version of Brian Hartline in the making. And I don't say that lightly because Brian Hartline, what he's done as a coach and recruiter, has been completely um, just off the charts great. I mean, to, to knock both of those out, to be a five-star coach and a five-star recruiter, I think he's the best position you know, recruiter in the country, wide receiver. Now he's an offensive coordinator, of course. But um, I think Laurinaitis can get there. His knowledge of the game – is second to none. I mean, I'm not going to act like I'm like no James really well. I've, I've gotten to know him a little bit. And he, I mean, it's he just wasn't a great football player who was an All-American at Ohio State and, well, like a 10-year vet in the NFL. Um, still the Rams' all-time leading tackler. All-time in, in Rams history. Um, not just when they were in St. Louis, when they've been bouncing back and forth. He's the all-time leading tackler in Rams history. I don't. Do, but there's football players who are great players who – might not make great coaches. Well, James is one of those guys I think might even be a better coach than he was a player, and that's saying a lot. That's how well he knows the game and how he's going to relate to kids, and he's a great man as well. So I think he's the future linebacker coach, um, just like Brian Hartline, 
And this wasn't the same exact thing as what happened with Hart. If you remember, Hartline joined the staff just as like a volunteer. He wasn't even technically a grad assistant. And then, you know, everything uh, that happened with Zach Smith and then Hartline was then elevated to wide receiver coach. It was, they were saying interim and then they took the interim tag off and, and he went from there. Um, so it's not exactly the same because um, uh, Hartline did not start off as a grad assistant. He actually started off as a volunteer coach. Uh, just needed something to do. Just had retired from the NFL, had millions of dollars, and, and just wanted to go uh, help his alma mater and look at him now. So absolutely love it. I think he's the future linebackers coach, maybe as early as next year. There's a situation um, that I've seen floated that I buy into this theory that Jim Knowles – Jim Knowles was a defensive end in college. Um, he played at Cornell, and he has coaching experience on the D-line. I could see a situation where after this coming season, maybe Larry Johnson retires. Knowles is still the defensive coordinator. Assuming they don't give up like 900 points in the last two games of this coming season, but I digress. Uh, if Knowles is still the defensive coordinator, I could see a situation where he is defensive coordinator slash defensive line coach, and then James Laurinaitis would become your linebackers coach. Um, I don't know how it's going to work out. I just don't think James Laurinaitis is going to be a grad assistant for more than a year, maybe two. Uh, and it will have nothing to do with money. He's got plenty of money from his years in the NFL. Um, and but you know, obviously he's not going to be a grad assistant for long. He, he's he's too good to be a grad assistant for too long, but thrilled to have James Laurinaitis back. Um, so again, he can talk to recruits if they're on campus. He can call them. He can text them. He just cannot go on the road to recruit for now. So I know there's been a lot of questions about that. So there you go. Can he ref NFL games? I'm oh, sorry. I said we weren't going to talk about it. Um, yeah, unbelievable. I think I think the Chiefs just got a sixth down. I think they just got a seventh down. Man, that's okay. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Um, I want to get into this too. Who are going to be the starting safeties for Ohio State this year? Obviously a safety-driven defense, losing two starters in Ronnie Hickman and Tanner McAllister. Okay, so Lathan Ransom returns. Didn't finish the year well, but I thought overall he had a good year. Um, all Big Ten, and frankly, it's not his fault sometimes that he's out there. He shouldn't be one-on-one -on -one with you know, a 4-3 wide receiver. That's not his game. Lathan is not a big safety, but he plays like a big safety, which is why he was playing the bandit this year. Now, my question, though, is might Lathan move back to the adjuster where Ronnie Hickman played and Sonny Styles takes over at the bandit, which is where Lathan Ransom played? If you recall, Josh Proctor was a starting bandit for all of like two seconds last year until um, he whiffed on a couple. He whiffed on that big play against Notre Dame, then was out of position the next play, and they just – benched him and Lathan Ransom took over. So um, that's the position. It's kind of an in-the-box safety. Seems like that'd be perfect for Sonny Styles, right? As we've talked about, Jay, Jay Book and I were talking about on Friday's show, we don't know where. Man, it's probably not going to be outside linebacker because I, I, I have a tough time imagining Steel Chambers is going to lose his job, but maybe it will be. But like Jay Book was saying, and I agree, Sonny Styles needs to start. I think it'll be at the bandit safety. Um, and then that puts Lathan Ransom at adjuster. And then they have Jihad Carter from Syracuse. You got to think he's going to be a starter. Then where does that leave Kai Stokes? I thought he'd be the adjuster. But now if you move Ransom there, now maybe Ransom will lose his job. Who knows? Um, good problem to have. They've got a lot of good depth. I just named four guys right there. Um, they also have Cam Martinez. They also have Court Williams. And Court Williams, when healthy, gets rave reviews from the coaches. Can he stay healthy? I don't know. That's six guys right there, uh, which is good because you have three spots. So – and there'll be injuries. I think Proctor's coming back, too. I didn't see that coming. I think Proctor's coming back for a sixth year. Um, he just has never, ever, ever lived up to the billing. We'll see what happens. But Kai Stokes is a guy that I know the staff likes. So 
good problem to have. But one of these guys in my top four here, one of these top four guys is not going to be a starter. Lathan Ransom, Jihad Carter, Sonny Styles, Kai Stokes. Those guys are not in order. So that's how I wrote them down. Ransom, Carter, Styles, and Stokes. I think Styles has to be a starter, so that's ones. And then you're down to Ransom, Carter, Stokes. One of those three will not be a starter. So good depth. Hopefully nobody transfers. I like it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Cam Martinez struggled at times, but he's still a young guy. Quarterback in high school, I believe in him. Um, he's a good depth guy, and we'll see if Court Williams can stay healthy. Um, all right. Let's get into the Chris Holtman situation. I have no idea why Gene Smith gave him a contract extension this past offseason. In case you missed it, Holtman was given a three-year contract extension this past offseason. He had two years still left on his deal, really three years at the time, because this is his sixth year. He originally signed an eight-year contract. So really, this past offseason, when he signed his contract, he really had three years left. They gave him three years on top of that. Okay, to use an NFL analogy, it's like what the Broncos did with Russell Wilson. You know, they traded for him. He had two years left on his contract. No rush to sign him to some crazy five-year extension. Yet they did. And now they're stuck with Russell Wilson because of all this guaranteed money. Now, it's not, the, it's not exactly apples to apples when you talk about Chris Holtman and Russell Wilson's contract. But for Ohio State standards, it kind of is because I can't see them getting rid of him, especially after this year when they would owe him a lot of money because sucking is not cause for firing him. It has to be for cause for them not to owe him money. That's something like cheating, you know, lying, just anything, you know, getting in trouble with the law, stuff like that would be you're fired for cause. Um, completely sucking, being 11 and 10 overall, three and seven in the Big Ten, including one and seven in their last eight games is actually not a fireable offense, apparently. You know, I mean, you could get fired, but then they're going to owe him all that money. So they already, he already was owed $3.1 million a year for three years after last year, right? So basically he was owed $10 million for three years. For some reason, Gene Smith then signed him to a three-year extension on top of that and then gave him a raise to $4 million. Were they worried that, that, that what, there was talk out like the Kentucky was going to like, you know, maybe go after him, like they were going to fire. Now, Calipari's not really doing great, but I tell you what, if they get rid of Calipari, they're not going after Holtman, you know, and don't act like his stock was that high last year. I mean, give me a break. I, I just, and listen, I wasn't calling for him to be fired last year, but like why the rush to sign him to an extension when he had three years left on his current deal? So now he's after this year, he's got five years left. Okay. And again, they'll owe him every penny of that. You know, that'd be $20 million that they would owe him if they fired him without cause. They're not going to do that. So are they stuck with Chris Holtman? Yes. Yes, they are. Now, could something happen like big money boosters come in and buy them out? You know, that's from what I uh, heard through the grapevine. I'm sure many of you have heard. Uh, that's basically what happened with Thad Mata. They were getting sick of everything that was going on. And they owed Thad every penny of his contract. And he sat around and collected that money and good for him. Um, you know, and I think it was time to move on from Thad Mata. But, you know, and I, I thought Chris Holtman was a good hire. That first year they were, they overachieved. That was his crowning achievement was his first year. They were second in the Big Ten. You know, the Kata Bates-Diop, Jay Sean Tate. That team was probably a little better than we thought. Kata Bates-Diop, Big Ten MVP that year. Jay Sean Tate turned out to be an NBA player. Um, didn't have a lot of depth on that team, but maybe a little more talented than we thought. 
But still, second in the Big Ten. They beat a number one Michigan State team. Place was going crazy. Um, Holtman came in and set the bar pretty high. The irony is I thought he'd be like a pretty good game coach, but wouldn't be that good of a recruiter, but would get the most out of his guys, kind of like an overachiever type. It's been the opposite. He's not a good game coach. When they come out of timeouts, they're especially bad. It's crazy. You, I mean, every great coach, when they come out of timeouts, the team usually does something good. Consistently, Ohio State coming out of timeouts does something bad. It's just a sign of a poorly coached team. He's actually recruiting well, um, but they're going to you know, completely waste the one season of Bryce Sensiball. It's ridiculous. To go one and seven in your last eight games, and some of the teams they've lost to, like Minnesota, the only team Minnesota had beaten in the Big Ten, um, Nebraska, just absolutely awful. Um, so, but there you go. I mean, again, I have no idea why Jaden Smith felt the need to give him that contract extension. He was signed for three more years after last season. So again, he's now signed for five years and they're stuck with him because they're not going to pay that buyout. And I, I, you know, with everything that's going on with trying to build stuff at Ohio state and, um, NIL is a big bunny booster really going to come in and buy out Chris Holtman. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, we'll see. But, um, hey, credit to Chris Holtman's agent, I guess, right? I was kind of joking with one of my friends, like, because we were talking about this yesterday. I was like, why? Just like what I'm talking with you guys, like, why did Gene Smith feel the need to do that? We we're talking like maybe his agent was floating the idea that, oh, yeah, he, this school's interested and this school's interested. It's like, you needed to call his bluff there, Gene. Like, that, oh, okay, yeah. All these blue bloods are interested in hiring Chris Holtman based on what? Not getting to a Sweet 16. Um, other than his first year, uh, middle of the pack, the Big Ten every year at best. Um, lost to Oral Roberts in the first round of, of the tournament one year. I mean, yeah, what a hot commodity he would be, right? Um, and again, that's before this year happened. Now his stock would be, you know, lower than the bottom of the ocean. So bad, bad, bad decision by Gene Smith to give him that contract extension because now this basketball program is stuck with him for a while because, again, they owe him $4 million a year for the next five seasons um, after this one. And that's a, that's a lot of money. You know, if it was a pro franchise, it might be different. At Ohio State, they're, they're trying to pay. And I'm sure you guys are saying, well, they got all this money coming in with the TV contracts. True. They also have like 36 varsity sports over there that they pay for. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll get to the point where they do say, okay, no matter the money, we're going to, you know, cut bait here. We'll see. But I think – no doubt in my mind, Chris Holtman will get another year, and he better have a good seventh year. Um, at that point, maybe a big money booster would step up and be like, all right, or a collective of boosters would step up and say, we've got to get a good basketball coach in here because this is embarrassing. Because this year, they're not even going to make the tournament. Right now, I don't even know if they'd make the NIT. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm not being sarcastic. Their RPI has got to be awful. I should have looked it up before the show. 11 and 10 overall, 3 and 7 in the Big Ten awful there's 14 teams in the big 10 ohio state's what tied for 13th maybe maybe they're 12th at best unacceptable especially in year six all right appreciate you guys joining me on this edition of the show i am dave biddle i know you guys have a lot of choices really appreciate you guys making the Bucknuts morning five a part of your morning monday through friday dan rubin will be coming at you tomorrow thanks to you guys really appreciate it hope everyone has a great day unless you're that official from last night's bengals game
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.